and welcome, welcome all to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast with your boy and Darry Lips once again. And my man Gio. Hey man. Happy birthday, you old fuck. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Happy birthday for yesterday. It was my birthday. I was 21 again. I've been 21 for the last 18 years, so it's all good. But yeah, he's getting old now. He is getting old. But I had a good day. We just I stayed in Discord chatting shit, really. It was great. <laughs> um but obviously the night before, big week. There's been a lot of stuff going on, a lot of news, a lot of things happening, a lot of things announced, people getting sick, pay-per-views, drafts, signings, changed. injuries, yeah, lots of lots of things going on. Um obviously biggest news that started was obviously Clash of Champions. That was on the Sunday. Um I guess the biggest news, first of all, was that Nikki Cross, um, Shayna Baszler, and Nia Jax were not cleared. And I suppose it's a, it was a COVID thing. Um, so they have to isolate for two weeks. Um, I'm assuming that they'll be off. So there was a, a bit of jiggery-pokery. I haven't read too much about it. I think this all leads back to Dakota Kai. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I'm assuming, because Baszler and Jax have both said that they're not sick. That's what they've put out today. Um, Jack, uh, no, Nia Jax wrote, I could not be better. I apologize that the announcement scared some, but all is great and healthy on my end and my tag partners end as well. Not that I speak for her, but I kind of just did. Um, yeah. And apparently Baszler put one, it's not. Two, she was never going to win anyway. So they're saying that they're fine. Um, but as you say, it's probably Dakota then. Is that right? Because uh, she lives with Dakota Kai and a lot. I, I don't know. Maybe they were just taking precautions because I know that a bunch of the NXT people did test positive. So that's my guess is that it's right. Dakota Kai and Big Damo probably came in contact and they had to just cut them off to make sure they were fine. Yeah, then rather take the risk. So. Yeah, but apparently Baszler and I, I haven't heard anything about Nikki Cross. I don't know if that's a separate thing. Well, um, that's why I said that was probably, that's probably a demo thing. Mm, so to be safe, they probably just shut them all down, haven't they, for two weeks. Um, but they did announce that the tag match against the Riot Squad will happen once Baszler and Jax are back. Um, we'll get on to the, the new tag team of women's tag team of Raw in a bit. <laughs> um... Okay, Clash of Champions. What did you think? I liked it. Mm. It was yeah, a I surprisingly so. good card. Yeah. Um, I kind of went into it with not many expectations, to be honest with you. As we spoke about last week, didn't really see many title changes or anything, um, which we didn't really anyway. Um, but, um, but I thought it was a really, really good pay-per-view, a really, really good show that they put together. Um they put the, the Cesaro Nakamura versus Lucha House Party to the kickoff show. Um, I'm guessing that it's just to show the split of Lucha House Party. I think that's why they're there. Because um, they kept teasing that a little bit. Kalisto seems to have a bit of a new attitude. Um, I actually thought the the swing into the Kinshasa was absolutely amazing. <laughs> like, I just... That was cool. They keep that as their finisher, and I'm happy. Next match team, they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing is, like, I know people always wanted Cesaro. You know, there's always been talk Cesaro being a main guy, this main guy that. 
he is a really good tag team wrestler. Like, if you look back, the stuff with Sheamus, even though I hated that when they first put it together, Bar turned out really good. Uh, we'll, get, I mean, we'll get into some Bar later. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, with uh, Tyson Kidd, he was really good. You know, so yeah, Cesaro, maybe that's his level. Um, then the main card started. And obviously the one I think most people were probably most excited about, uh, Jeff Hardy versus Sami Zayn versus AJ Styles for the IC title in that a ladder match. That could have been the end of the show right there. Yeah, they could have made that main event. Easy. And it would have been fine. Um, Not even main event. You could have just ended the show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was it was exactly what you think those three would do to each other. Um, Sammy looked absolutely battered by the end of it. That hand- yeah. Like that handcuff spot. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I like normally when things like that happen at the end, I don't I don't like things like that. But he handcuffed a ladder to Jeff Hardy's ear. <laughs> like wow. Jeff Hardy's um, ears are always getting abused. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, Randy Orton did it, didn't he, as well? And he put a screwdriver um, through it. Yeah. Uh, I thought the finish was great. I normally don't like w- finishes like that, but I actually thought it was it was pretty darn good. And <laughs> I have to say, I think I forget how good Sami Zayn is until I see him in a match. I like, he is really good. You know, he tells a really good story in the ring. His wrestling is good. He sells well, you know? Um, yeah, I, I forget. And I'm really, really pleased for him. I wasn't expecting him to win. Um, I think I thought Jeff Hardy was going to keep it. Um, but no, Sammy picked up the win. Swanton bombs off the ladder. It was, it was good. And Jeff took that crazy bump. Did you see onto the open ladder? And surely he's too old to be taking bumps like that. <laughs> like I watched it and I'm like, dude, stop. <laughs> like, oh my God. You're going to. But yeah, I, I said this that the Hardys take some of the wackiest, brutalest bumps I've seen. Yeah. Um, one that comes to mind was uh, it was like an impact, and they had to write Jeff Hardy off because he can't obviously he can't go out of state because of all the drug charges and stuff. So he can't go out of the country. And they had to write him off. And the way they wrote him off, it was like them versus like James Storm's group. And they pushed him off a cage and he fell off the cage and he hit his head on a, on these ring steps that were planted there. And the way it looked, it was like, Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. And as I say that, that the bump he took onto the open ladder and the swanton bomb off the top of the ladder I just don't know. Like, it, it, it makes no sense. I think it, it makes less sense to me. It's harder to watch now because I know he's getting older, you know, and he's taken a lot of bumps and like, just crazy, just crazy. But great match, great match. Um, and I will give a shout out. Drew Gulak won the 24-7 title of our truth I loved it. <laughs> I I loved it. Yeah, good for Drew Gulak. Um, right. Not and then, that I don't uh... like it. It's I wish that they would just, Stick with somebody for a bit. Yeah, stop. Like, I, I want to see it stop going back to our truth within, like, five minutes. You know? Because, like, when Drew Gulak got involved, I had flashbacks of some of the Tazawa Gulak stuff from 205. 
Like, if you watch any of them when Gulak was champ, like, boy, like, those two can go. And yet to see them messing about with R-Truth, maybe they could take it off R-Truth and do, like, a Tazawa Gulak thing just for a little bit. Like, I love R-Truth. I do. I just, like, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't mind watching these little 24-7 clips if it was other people as well, you know? Like, I haven't got a problem. R-Truth makes me laugh. I'm a big fan of R-Truth. I'm not knocking him. But he beat Ric Flair's record. <laughs> He's beaten every record, and he was he like a fifty-seven time champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, just for a little bit, just somebody else having backstage bits instead of just stealing it from our truth and losing it within ten minutes, just would be nice. Um, right then, Royal Women's Champion Oscar versus the League of Vega. Um, I don't think anyone believed. Horrible. Yeah, I don't think anyone believed there was going to be a title. What I was interested in see, see if Zelina would step up. Um, and she didn't. No, she's not ready. She's not ready. Um, she did better than I think I, I had in my head. But my 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 expectations were really low. Anyway. It was better than her versus Mickey. But yeah. it was still not good. No, it was not good. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, I didn't like it. I think Zelina plays... A role well, but I think she's a manager. I don't think be interesting to see now that her and Andrade have split exactly what they're gonna do with her because I worry like Andrade's gonna be fine. He's got Charlotte Flair as his future wife. He's gonna be okay. Do you know what I mean? Um he's obviously made his right bed, got in with the right people. Zelina, I'm worried about because her wrestling's not that hot, you know? Um but yeah. Um uh, United States Championship, Bobby Lashley, Apollo Cruz. Um, Ricochet was supported upon MVP. Field? Yeah. I feel like the way that Lashley won it, though, kind of ended Apollo Crews a little bit. It was a bit dominant, wasn't it? Like, oh, okay. That's, that's absolutely fine. I, I, don't, I don't mind that. It's just, I'm getting tired of watching him use every pay per view. Yeah. They, like, for me, they could have even changed it with Ricochet, maybe, against Lashley. Like, I don't know, just change the opponent if they're still going to be in amongst this group thing. Um, what was interesting, Cedric Alexander wasn't there. Um, like, we didn't see him, so I don't know if he's having to sit out too. Um, but yeah, MVP down there. It was inoffensive. It did what it needed to. It, the, I like the, the way they're booking Bobby Lashley is good, but as you say, it's kind of like, I'm over. Let's move on now. Who's next for the United States? Um, then a bit of a weird one. So, um, the Raw Tag Team Championship Street Profits against Andrade and Gaza. Um, speaking of matches that I'm tired of seeing, to be fair. <laughs> um, they, like, none of the matches have either been amazing. Like, we've getting these guys almost every week. None of them have really been top class. You feel like you would get better matches from them. To be fair, this one, this one was better until the end. So... There was a, clearly a kick out. Like, it was a very clear kick out. Andrade clearly kicked out in time. Match was going well. And then the ref called for the three and the ending. And apparently Gaza was actually really hurt from what I am reading. Yeah, um, he took a nasty bump. Yeah, so, yeah. They believe it's his hip. And some are saying it could be a quad tear. A bit like the Triple H one, are they saying? Or like yeah. the Vince McMahon one <laughs> when he come into the Rumble. <laughs> It looked like it would be more the Triple H one where it just went the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. For for a ref to obviously 
just end it even with a dodgy looking finish. Like from what yeah. I've seen with the bump, he was going one way and his leg went the other. It, which is much like what happened with Triple H when he yeah, yeah, yeah. went to stop Jericho. He like leaned in, but when he leaned in, his leg went one way and like his body weight went the other and it just pushed yeah. it all on the quad. So, yeah, so as much as it looked at the time, everyone was like, oh, my God, what kind of finish is that? Um, apparently, it's um, it's a genuine one. So the ref, he clearly, it was a shame that he had to finish like that. But then it was announced, before we get onto the SmackDown women's match, that there will be a draft October the 9th and October the 12th. How exciting. Love a draft. And immediately I challenge you. Yep. So the challenge has been made, and we're going to do it towards the end of this podcast. After we've done the reviews and news. So we are going to do a draft. Eight, six picks each, the first six. Whoever gets the most right has to do the other one's forfeit. Now the forfeit well, is... Wait, I got, I got pretty much it's like 12 because I got six for Raw, six for SmackDown. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll do it that way. I've, I've, I'm up to eight, but I can, I can pick another four after. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and the other one has to do the other one's forfeit. And so yep. <laughs> my forfeit is every week, Gio will have to come back and tell us which Mountie match he has watched until he has watched <laughs> every Mountie match available on the network. And he will I'm do that every with, week. <laughs> if this is what has to happen, I'm starting with his debut. <laughs> See? And, uh, and my forfeit, Gio? He has to simp for... <laughs> Tamina. Oh, I've to become Tamina's number one fan. I might make a I might make a Twitter called True oh, Tamina no. Fan, yeah. Oh my. <laughs> okay, so I simp to Tamina and Geo becomes very personal with the Mountie matches. <laughs> what right. if this is a draw? <laughs> if it's a draw, wow. I d we didn't think of that. We'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to decide then. We'll let, we'll let a listener decide. <laughs> um, okay, so then it moved on. Obviously, Nikki Cross was out, as we said at the beginning. So Bailey come out and come like, issued an open challenge. And she pretty much said no. And the ref to raise her arm. And then pow, Oscar's music came on. Um, I understand why they did it. It was a quick fix. And these two know. I feel that they could have put a Naomi or a Dana Brooke in that position. Still had the same finish but it makes sense um oscar just kicked her butt and bailey just grabbed a chair got disqualified i think it was just it become filler because obviously nikki cross was meant to be in there um but sasha banks returned um yeah they could have i didn't understand why so soon myself like i didn't i didn't understand um why that's my thing is they should have let her sell it more. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Andrew should be selling it. Yeah. Um, and she wasn't really. Like, yes, okay, she was in the neck brace, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm guessing, my guess is that they're going to do a Hell in a Cell match, which is why they're doing it so soon. But I feel like that's just a waste in this Bailey-Sasha thing. Um as my first guess is that we're going to get hell in a cell, but I suppose maybe with the draft, maybe they separate them a bit and come back to it. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We will see. 
Um, but yeah, I just, I feel it's been a bit rushed. After all the slow build it's been to them splitting, it now feels like they're rushing it. Um, I don't like your Banks being anywhere near a, a Hell in a Cell. <laughs> like, it brings back of that awful match with Charlotte where the, the dudes that are on NXT now were paramedics and they were taking bumps. Oh, God. I forget. They're like a new team. Yeah. I forget their names. They're like the... Oh, they, they go by 3.0 on the indies. Uh, yeah, what are their names? Oh, God. I can't remember. I forget what their name is now. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, they have like a new if name. If it comes to us, we'll, we'll, we'll announce it. Um, I'm looking at I'm looking at I'm looking at Yeah, here he goes. Do do do. Uh But yeah, I, I understand what you mean. You don't think that the Becky one um like redeemed her a little bit? I guess. I just I don't know. I think it was cuz Becky was was so was so hot actually. Um yeah. Maybe interesting but yeah it's um it's it just feels a bit rushed they put so much work into it that that it just now feels that now we're just being rushed into a hell in a cell match when really it should be like um yeah it should be something else i don't know it's interesting ever rise that's who oh okay okay it's that those ever guys right okay i got you yeah, yeah, okay. They were the paramedics. Wow. <laughs> they were the paramedics that kept, like, messing up. Like, I think at one point they they accidentally knocked off Sasha's weave. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then it was... Um, That's what it brings back memories of. But do you think it's rushed? Do you think all of a sudden they're spoiling it a little bit? Yes. Yeah, she should have returned so. at Royal Rumble and set it up for Mania. She didn't even have to win the Rumble. Heck, Bailey could have been Bailey could have entered herself and been like, "If I win, I'm gonna go after Oscar." Boom! Banks comes out as a surprise and it eliminates her and eliminates herself at the same time. There's your setup. Mm. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, that could work. But yeah, I just like all of a sudden now it's it's something else. And, Too like, early. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it's definitely early. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not. Keep them separated. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, but yeah, that's what we've got. And then we moved on to the ambulance match. And but no, it wasn't. Was it? Yeah, it was the ambulance match next. Um. Um. Ah. It was, I think this was incredibly overbooked. I'm going to just I say kept, it now. I, I think it was. Gordon, I kept calling it. I thought it was crazy overbooked. Like once I seen, once I seen one person come out, then I saw the next person. I was like, I see what they're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. It's yeah, for I, revenge. I just, yeah, I get it. I just, I don't know if that helped Drew McIntyre though. You the Ric Flair cameo at the end was... Yeah, nuts. that was cool. That was cool. I liked the Big Show bit. I mean, I didn't hate it. I just... I don't know. I mean, it was a good match. Um, Orton took a whooping. 
Um, obviously, there was a bit of comeuppance with that on Raw, but apparently that ending has changed. There was stuff that Raw obviously changed on the night, but I think it made Drew look a little weak because of it, though. And I don't know if he needed that, but I enjoyed it. It was a good match. Um, Rick Flair being the ambulance driver, as you say, was a really nice touch. Like, I did like that bit. Who better than to drive yeah. him out? Um, but yeah, it was what it was. It made sense from a story point of view. Just as I say, like, I don't know if Drew is at that sort of main event level to have that sort of against him. Um, but anyway. I, just, I don't know. This Drew McIntyre experiment has been like enemy. Mm. But I, I just, I don't think he works good with Orton. No, no. And I'm pretty sure after Orton on Raw last night, they're probably going to go one more time, aren't they, Helena Cell? Because <clears throat> um, it would make sense. No outside interference, gets locked in a cell. I, yeah, I just, I think I'm past the Drew Orton thing. But who, as as we've said before, who who next? Until after the draft, I can't see anyone, you know? Um, well, draft is coming up, so. Yeah. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see what the roster is going to look like then. Um, yeah, be interesting. Interested to see who's going to step up. Um, yeah, I've made some in brave calls in my draft. Ah, uh, I did too. <laughs> I, I, I must admit, I did. Um, we'll get to we'll it. Get I to mean, that. like I said, I, I made some some calls myself that you're going to be like, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, right. Universal Championship match. Reigns, Uso. Have to say, after Friday and the Uso promo and the Superman punch and the Reigns stuff, I was super hyped for this match just from the build. The build for this was amazing. Um, yeah, Roman coming out. No vest. The music's still the same, but the vest is gone. It's I, a start. Well that. <laughs> he got the titties out. Roman's got I his titties you. out. <laughs> he's got his he's got his little Liaki going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I told you the minute I seen him in the battlegrounds game, I was like, I know that they they're doing it. Because yeah. there's no way that they were gonna make that an alternate costume unless there was some sort of plan. Mm-hmm. Which what it looks good on him. Yes. Especially in the role that he's in now. This sort of his bloodline chief thing. Um, <laughs> the Moen King. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought he was great. I thought they told the story of what they needed to do. Like we said, was to make Roman, if that's what he's going to do to his like, family. I like that when he wins matches, Paul Heyman puts a lay on him. Yeah. <laughs> the story, like for me, like the, the action, I thought the match was good. Like, I'm not going to say that like, the match was bad. The match was really, really good. The storytelling, though, probably some of the best that WWE have done in ages. Like, this is the Roman Reigns that people can get behind, you know? This is the Roman Reigns that they, as a heel, they're going to get him so over. Um, I love, I'm, I love when it's a, a match telling a story like it did. And if it's leading to Rock Roman at WrestleMania, which is what I'm hearing. Um, and I've already said I'm okay with that, just... Have Rock screw him out of whoever whoever he fights for the title. Because yeah, it doesn't need yeah. to be a title match. Put the belt on someone else. Put the belt on someone else, 100%. Um, yeah, 100%. Or send him to Raw in the draft. Isn't it? 
<laughs> and then have him screwed over there. Um, as I say, though, but Clash of Champions overall, I would give it seven and a half, eight out of ten. I thought it was great. Um, I even enjoyed the kickoff match. Yeah, I thought it was a really, really good show. One of the best that they've done this year. 100%. 100% for me. I think one of the best. Uh, but we do wish Angel Gaza a speedy recovery because, you know, he's been pretty hot as well. He's been getting some lots of comments, um, you know, on how good they rate him. Didn't Vince call him like the new Eddie Guerrero? Now, I know Damo called that on this show, which means that they listen. Do you know what I mean? Um, but, uh, like, if Vince is saying stuff like that, that's pretty, pretty big shoes. You know? So it's a shame he's got injured. But it doesn't stop there because next week, next week is NXT TakeOver 31. Now, yeah, you and Damo are going to be reviewing that because I ain't going to be here. Yeah, Gio is away next week. So myself and Damo will be all over NXT TakeOver match. What are you hoping for? You're going to be watching it though, are you? Um, what uh, are you, what are you mean, thinking? I mean, I'll catch it as I'm like waiting in the airport and stuff. So what are you thinking of the card so far? So we've got four matches so far. Kushida Velveteen Dream was announced, I think, last week or a few days ago. Well, see, a lot of that's going to play into my draft, too. Oh, is it? Okay, okay. I see you. Um, Kushida Velveteen Dream is going to be a banger. I know people still hating on Velveteen Dream. I get it. Um, um Kushida. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I think, got Kushida on this. Yeah, I think so. I think so, too. Um, I think Kushida needs it probably more. Velveteen Dream is is a good one to put on a good match for him. I think they'll work well together. But yeah, I think Kushida Kushida wins that one. Um, the NXT North American Title. Now this one caused a bit of controversy in some live wrestling discords that we are in. Um, Johnny Gargano versus Damian Priest. People saying Gargano has done nothing to deserve it. What do you think? Right, and I the the. I don't mean to be a jerk, but those same people are like big AEW fans. And I think my retort to it was like, well, if you're saying he doesn't deserve it, but yet you like Brody Lee, mm. how does Brody, what did Brody Lee do to deserve a heavyweight title shot? Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it happens. And like, it was in the same I, week. I don't want to go but... into a rant on it, but there <laughs> are a lot of AEW fans. Which is one of the reasons why I'm not really big on it because a lot of the AEW fans hypocrite they're just being a bit silly about it like you know it's all good to to be if you like one more than the other i get it um but it was in the same week so they announced that match but then they announced that eddie kingston was getting a match against moxley out of nowhere you know hasn't won a match on actual he's just won some matches on dark like I he, if anything he lost a, a he lost a tv title shot mm. a couple of weeks ago to cody yeah, yeah, yeah. In a botched finish as well. So, yeah, strange one. It's a strange one he sometimes. Bo- didn't he botch in the Battle Royal too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He botched in the Battle Royal. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah, you have to call it, you have to call it straight. But I think if you actually stop all that talk and say Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano, that's a take your money special. Do you know what I mean? Take my money. They're, those two are hot right now. Priest is probably on one of the runs of his life. Gargano in his heel role with Candice LeRae has been great. So why wouldn't we want to see that match? Just book it. It's going to be spot heavy. It's going to be great. So get over yourselves and enjoy the match. Um, The WWE NXT women's title match. 
Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae winning the Battle Royale. Um, I was quite surprised that Candice LeRae won. Um, but yeah, I think, I, I th again, I think it'll be a good match. Candice LeRae, again, is pretty hot. I have a feeling she might win. Um, I think they've been wanting to put the title on Candice LeRae for ages. Um, so I think this will be a good opportunity. I have a feeling that that could be the, the title change because um, I'm not expecting Gargano to win. But I do think Candice LeRae might. EO's had a good run, but I think that that's kind of a bit over it now. So um, I definitely think I'm going for Candice there. What about yourself? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can see Candice winning it. Yeah, EO's had a good run. I think it's time, though, to make the change, make the change. And then, of course, the main one, uh, NXT title, Finn Balor against Kyle O'Reilly. That's going to be a match. Oh, my God. I mean, if we get Ring of Honor, Kyle O'Reilly, <laughs> you know, like I don't think there'll be a title change, but I don't think I care. I want to see those two go at it. Man, I mean, the first time I've ever seen Kyle O'Reilly, I it was a live event I went to. Uh, was Best in the World 2012? Hold on, I'll tell you best who we fought. World at. 2012. Wow, so a while ago. But yeah, as you say, like Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, Kyle Riley was an absolute beast. And do you do Hootie Russell? It's one of my favorites. I think when from back then, like when Ring of Honor was really hot, definitely Kyle Riley. Like, and he was great in the gauntlet match. I thought that gauntlet match was amazing. Ah, he wrestled Adam Cole. That's what it was. Oh, and okay. they went so hard that the both of them were like bleeding from the mouth. Wow. Like it was, it was a great match. And I remember being like, who are these dudes? I've never really heard of them. What is going on? <laughs> One of them that sit up and take notice. But yeah, I think that kind of level is what we'll get with Finn Balor. Because Finn Balor, is again like on NXT has been some of the best that he's ever done. You know, like he's really enjoyed himself again. He's really into it. Kyle O'Reilly, it's just been waiting to see Kyle O'Reilly let loose on a match, and who better than against Finn? Um, yeah, crazy, 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 crazy. But I'm looking forward to it. So that's on. Is it Sunday? Yeah, Sunday the fourth. So make sure you set your clocks for that one. Um. Before we get into our draft picks, um, little bits of news. We'll just go through the news and then we'll do our draft. We got a little bit of news and then we got a review of the week too. Yeah, oh, we've got an idiot, finally. People have been well behaved, but finally one stepped up. Um, so yeah, first of all, a little bit of impact news away from WWE. May as well start there. Um, RVD and Katie Forbes are done. Yeah. Um, and they made their final appearance was last Tuesday. So that is it. Um, just, uh, it ended basically with Sammy Callan throwing a chair at RVD. Katie Forbes taking a pile driver. Um, <clears throat> and that's it. So apparently RVD had only been on like a load of short-term agreements. Wasn't actually signed to a contract. Um, and the door is open for them to return. But there are Man. other reports that he's pretty much all i remember is like week two of of being in this podcast with you having a chuckle that he got that he got them banned on their own, mm -hmm. their own platform. 
Because he had that like that hot tub segment. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And they put it on Twitch and Twitch banned it for TOS. <laughs> that was funny. And that's what was funny is because Quinn is like right smack dab right there on the apron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah, he's all over the ring, all over the all over the advertising. Man. And Twitch take it down. <laughs> But do you think yeah, RVD's done? Do you think this is the end now? Or For RVD, I mean, yes. I don't mean to be mean, but come on, dude. You had your, resur- you had your resurgence. It's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's had his fun. Yeah, he had his little comeback. Call it a day kind of thing, I would understand. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, other bits of news, just going through what we've got here. Quite a big one, though. Um, new, is it head writer for NXT UK? Right! Writer. Okay, this I is the, Yeah, that. new head writer. This is yeah. what you, uh, you sent me. Very interesting choice. Um, so, first of all, Glenn Joseph left. Now, Glenn Joseph, who was the co-owner of Progress and was the head writer for NXT was one of those that had allegations made against him when the speaking out movement picked up. Now, nothing really come from it. It was just a name mentioned. I hadn't seen much spoke about it, but he's apparently left NXT UK now. Um, And Jim Smallman has taken his place. And that's the other, isn't he the other? He's the other dude that owns progress. Yep. Jim Smallman, though, is is a good addition. Um, so Smallman will be heading up the television tapings in the absence of Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and Matt Bloom, all of whom cannot travel to the United Kingdom. Um, the trio apparently still participate in the tapings virtually and in real time using remote production and stuff. And Smallman still has to answer to them, but Smallman is going to be the guy actually at the shows from the little bits that I read. Um... What what do you think? What do you think? Do you think like first of all, do you think Joseph has left? Yeah. Like because of the speaking out thing, I mean. Uh yes, because I believe he's no longer doing uh progress either, because I think he got taken over by Haskins. Oh really? I think I think it's Haskins and Smallman now because like the minute everything came out or whatever, that was the first thing they did was switch up management over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I think that's good. I mean, Smallman knows his stuff, um, so you won't get any any qualms from me. Um, so that was one of the that was the early week sort of big news, um, and then the other big news was uh, James Storm came out saying he apparently had a deal in place. Um, to debut right. after Roman WrestleMania. Moment's the founder of Progress. Oh, really? Yes. It was him and Glenn Joseph, and now Glenn Joseph left, and it's uh Haskins and him. Oh, really? Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense then. But anyway, so that's NXT UK. Pretty good lineup for NXT UK. Michaels, Smallman, Matt Bloom. You know, that's 
it's a decent decent crew there decent crew but i mean having small men works because now small men being with also with progress means we can probably get some of these progress guys come over for the uk shows too hope so i hope so you know that's what i'm hoping once obviously i think travel travel is going to be some of the, the the killers um but yeah i hope so I'm, I'm i'm fingers crossed fingers crossed that that is a thing um but yeah congratulations to jim smallman nxt uk obviously back um it is actually back being filmed and shown and stuff so make sure you check it out because you do get some good matches on there noam dar's a beast on there it's all good um right and then obviously james storm james storm was the other bit of news that i said right so james storm was told from nwa that they were not exercising a rollover clause in his deal um yeah. with them saying that they wanted to help him finally get to wwe um he then apparently said that he would work the weekend of WrestleMania with Eli, drop the tag belts to whoever they wanted to, and just go out on good terms and stuff. But then obviously that weekend, NWA show got cancelled. WrestleMania got into free fall. Um, now he's saying that he had an agreement to join um, after the, um, after WrestleMania. Um, do you think he'll? Do you think they'll revisit that, or do you think that's why he's come out? Think he's the mystery guy that they're touting? Yeah, because I, everyone, because yeah, that NXT mystery guy. Nothing to do with it because I think it's rude, and I think he's gonna help rude on whatever it is. But so I thought it was rude because the only champions on NXT left are Bo Dallas and Bob uh, Robert Rude from that era, and I know it was um, the pay per view shown was Robert Rude, but they had him come out on Raw last night. Yeah. Which I, again, I don't think he's gonna stay there. You'll oh, okay. It's I, he's not part of my draft, but he, he I, I'll say he's part of like I think he's gonna get that that spot, and then James, whatever, whoever he's wrestling in that spot or whatever the deal is, James Storm's gonna be involved with it. But yeah, so they need yeah. they need tag teams. Yeah, their money is one of the best ones. Like one of the best, my God, beer money were the, were the greatest. But yeah, it was uh, interesting to read because he's like, Paul Heyman wanted to bring him to Raw, and he's like, "Hey, Bobby Roode's going to Raw," so they made a deal. It was all agreed on terms. Just got put on the hold because of the virus, and he said that all the way up to July is the last time that he spoke to anyone. So you have to see; it's just the world right now, which is a shame because when he debuted on NXT, like them two matches, I marked out. I, we I, talked I about that a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. We talked about his like, and then run off to TNA for like loads of money. <laughs> but yeah, it would be good to see Storm in the WWE like properly. And with Bobby Roode, I think it would be perfect. Um, so yeah. Right, you want to do your idiot before we do the draft? Yes, it's Flip Gordon is a moron. <laughs> Oh, Flip. Stepped up when we needed an idiot. What was it? It was an Instagram post, wasn't it? Yeah, about... Covid is a fraud. Being conspiracy, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, Covid's not killing anyone. Weak immune systems, bad doctors. Um, yeah. 
masks are useless hand sanitizer is toxic i think that's the one that stood out for me like what um so yeah government's he's lying apparently he's an anti-vaxxer because he said vaccines are poison yeah yeah that was the other one vaccines are poison hand sanitizer is toxic masks are useless yeah <laughs> uh like we're not going to get into a big COVID rant, but if we just put our masks on and kept out of each other's way, maybe things would be different instead of stop fighting it. The whole democracy part of things really started to get to me. There are some things that you can't have democracy. And for me, this is it. We just have to do as we're told, whether we like it or not, like whether we believe it or not, things are getting shut down and disrupted if we don't do them. And you know, that's not even about a virus. That's where I'm at with it. But yeah, right. flip. vaccines aren't poison, you know? <laughs> The streak is broken. Thanks, Flip. I mean, who even is Flip Gordon? Like, does anyone... Where is he now? Does he, he... do anything anymore? Like... Oh, God, he was like the... Sec... He was like the sea star of being the elite. <laughs> where do you think you're going? <laughs> That's, That's all he's known for! <laughs> yeah. Well, now he's known for being an idiot of the week. Congratulations, Flip. Enjoyed the very... <laughs> honorable list um some other news just in that i've just seen literally it's today um trademarks have been filed for dominic mysterio and chelsea green nice so, yeah they've actually right. filed those so one last bit of news before we get into the oh, draft we need to talk about the greatness that is t bar <laughs> yes we do <laughs> t bar this it's amazing. His Twitter is gold. Yes. He's he said that he said that nobody is safe except for Booker T because he's also got the letter T. Yeah, I think at one point he said they will attack anybody except for X Pac. Yeah, yeah, X Pac cool is his name. But the best one though, <laughs> Eric Bischoff, no. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God! What was it about? Um... Eric Bischoff said that this gimmick sucks. To which they responded and said, "That's kind of hurtful because we look up to you as idols because we too want to burn down a multi-billion-dollar company. Watch it burn." <laughs> <laughs> so and it was like, oh. And then I think Chris Jericho responded to them and said, "What?" question mark to which he just posted a bunch of links about how chris jericho's concert gave people covid and just said what question mark amazing yeah because bischoff like kind of slammed him didn't he on uh <laughs> he on the podcast he was like i look at social media and someone named t-bar <laughs> sent me something what is a t-bar who gives a fuck bischoff is hot because people kept calling him the Bane, so he just started quoting Bane. Oh God! He's like, "You think you, you think you know the Performance Center? I was born in it, raised in it." <laughs> I have to say, the T Bar Twitter is making me like retribution <laughs> more. He also purposely shut it down so you can't respond to his comments because he said, "If you're." I'd rather you just retweet me and, and come at me that way because I know you're getting my attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to retweet. You find it, the irony in having to retweet him to troll him. <laughs> um, 
obviously retribution uh are sat out for two weeks i think they've been not again exposed to someone i don't think it's that anyone actually has it um i think it's just that precaution of having to change things um but his his twitter is gold is absolutely gold um it's amazing it's absolutely amazing so i love it um fair play to t-bar really stepping up into that role have to say <laughs> right you ready yes okay you can you can go first but should we do smackdown first like the six we think on smackdown yes okay go for it all right so i got um i got umberto okay umberto hasn't been doing anything on raw they yep. could sat down. You need they they need somebody with for the Latin demographic. Yeah, he's not really doing anything anymore with this Rain Stereo thing or anything. So why not? Mm -hmm. no, I then I got that. I got Billy Kay because they're building. They're, they're, obviously, they split up the Iconics, and I think this is the way that they're going to do it: is put one on each brand. I'm, I'm I'm thinking Billy to SmackDown. Okay. Then I got called up from NXT. I got Pete Dunn. The SmackDown. Yes. Ooh. The the, the man needs a. First off, I've been begging for a call up for a while, but he had because with COVID and everything, he hasn't really been around. I think this would be the perfect way to get him back. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then I got Velveteen Dream the SmackDown. Oh, now that would cause a head. That would cause a scene. It'll cause a scene, but at the same time, I think he was supposed to be there post COVID, and because of the fans and everything, they kind of put a slowdown on it. Right. I get. You. I get you. Then I got my big the 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 big one for them. What? Keith Lee. Yeah. Because SmackDown needs people to fight Samoa Joe. Keith yes. Lee, or not Samoa Joe, uh, they need him to fight Roman. Keith Lee versus Roman Reigns would be money. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Right. Yeah, those are the guys I got. Nice. You got one more? Oh, it's five, yeah? Umberto. Lee K. Oh, and I got Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas? Yes. Come on. He hasn't, really? He hasn't been around. It gets him on the same... It gets him on the same brand. Of, well, it won't anymore, actually. But we'll get into that in a bit. Um, I just think they need to do something with him. Wow. Fair enough. Fair enough. Bo my, Dallas. Wait, my raw is like out there too, so. Okay. Right. You want to hear my SmackDown first? Sure. Right. So I've got, I've actually got two the same as you. So we'll go through those ones because it's the same reasons. I put Keith Lee and Billy Kay too. Okay. I've got, I've got those two down, but the rest are all different. I've then got Kevin Owens going to SmackDown. 
I just think he's being lost in the shuffle a bit in Raw, and he can be a bigger star on SmackDown. In amongst the Styles, Zayn, Hardy, you know that mid card then looks really, really strong. Um, get Owens and him back together, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing gives you them options, and yeah, it's been a while. So yeah, I've got Owens going that way. Um, I've got Ricochet going to SmackDown. Okay. Um, he just needs a reboot. Um, I don't think it's worked out on Raw. Um, I think from a Fox point of view. He's a bit more of a high flyer that would help. Um, so, yeah, I've got Ricochet going there. And then NXT call-up, Rhea Ripley to SmackDown. I was thinking Ripley, and then I was like, nah, because I don't think it's time yet. I, I, I don't think, I don't think she's got anything her. left on NXT. I think she's going to get lost if she doesn't do it now. Um, I mean, I thought I, I, she was a solid, like, one person I was thinking, mm-hmm. and I was like, eh. But yeah, no, I, I'm going for it. And then my last pick, Imperium to SmackDown. Whew. Yeah. That's a pretty good, that's a, that would be pretty good. I think that would be perfect for SmackDown, like that faction, tag team. Don't they have belts yeah. right now? Uh, yeah, but that can change before the draft, doesn't it? Actually, no, they I, don't. Didn't Brizango win? But he's the UK champion. Yeah, but they'll fix that. They'll fix that. Jim Smallman's just taken over. That's going to change. <laughs> you know? I true, think, yeah, true. I think Imperium. Imperium to SmackDown. I think it would be perfect for SmackDown. Fair enough. But that's my six. That is my six. We only got two okay. the same. Yeah? Right yeah. then. Hit me up with your raw picks. And then get ready to enjoy some Mountie matches. <laughs> All right, Raw, I have King Corbin. Ooh. Because he's done everything that he's going to do on SmackDown. True. And it would give, like, some random fodder to Drew McIntyre, to be fair. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Then there's the other one who I think would make a good, a good solid challenge with him, Sheamus. Ah. Uh, yep. Sheamus, McIntyre, anytime. So you got she- you got Corbin and Sheamus going. Yep. Oh, okay. okay. I got Elias. Once he returns, he'll be there. Okay. Oh yeah, because he's back not long now, is it? He's been gone a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got Naomi. Going to Raw. Yes. Okay. Writing these down so we can I can pin them up. No, before I reveal the big one, we got we got the equivalent of Boa Boa SmackDown. Here's a what the fuck. I'm saying Lars Sullivan to Raw. What? He's been gone for a while. Is he? Is he still even employed? He is. Oh. And this would be a perfect way to reintroduce him. Wow. Even if you just make him 24-7 fodder, or if you have him fight in the underground. Oh, okay. And then the big one for them. Coming in. The Fiend. Oh, see, I, I thought about that. I'm not even going to lie. I didn't go because through with it. Because Samoa but... Joe, 
you know, uh, I keep saying Samoa Roman. Joe because yeah. we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah we talked last night because I think Joe's going to come off the desk and be the next right. fighter for Roman. <laughs> That's why. With that being a thing and all this talk of him and the Rock and things, the Fiend needs something different. Getting him on Raw gives him more opponents. Suppose so. You know, I, I, maybe it gives him Orton revenge. It puts Black in that position. I don't yeah. know. I just they put so much work into this Bliss story. I just can't see it. That's see, what that's took the, me out of it. That's the that's the the beauty of it is they don't need him there for the Bliss story. I suppose not. Because okay. all it is is just his lights and stuff going off. They never really said she's with him. They just kind of said that she's been acting funky since he's been around and she doesn't yeah, like the mention she's of been doing like the Sister Abigail thing. Maybe she's doing her own thing. See, for me, it was that the deal breaker that he's not going back. But I could see it. Like that wouldn't, I wouldn't be saying like, oh my God. But I mean, it's a bit, oh my God, because it's the fiend. But you're right. Maybe with Reigns being such a big heel to have another big heel, especially when Raw doesn't have that bigger heels. It okay. gives more, and think about it, it gives more opponents for Drew McIntyre that are different than just him, Orton, him, Orton, him, Orton. Yeah, because like after Orton, we struggled to say who's next for Orton. Like, like I said, I can see Sheamus McIntyre match being a pay-per-view. Mm, yeah, Corbin even, Corbin McIntyre, you know, like, yeah, I can see it, and Sheamus especially. So yeah, maybe... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, interesting. Okay, so we've only got one on this show. The same. <laughs> I agree with Sheamus. I've I've got Sheamus down. I think Sheamus going over there for a Drew McIntyre feud is a really good idea. Could easily do that over Christmas, you know, uh, into Royal Rumble kind of thing. No problem at all. Um, so yeah, I agreed with that one. The rest are all different. Um, so I've got Lacey Evans. Going okay. Um, again, just I think lost in the SmackDown thing. I think better suited onto the Raw thing. Um, I think she'd fit there better. Um, and also I've got Sasha Banks going to Raw. I think they're going to split them up. Okay. I think they're going to separate them. Maybe bring them back towards WrestleMania. But I think now that they've teased it and they've rushed it, I think they're going to split it again to tease it a bit more. Um, I think Sasha will go back to Raw. Because I'm not sure that her as like a proper face face is going to work. Um, but yeah, I've got her going to Raw. Um, I've got at my fourth pick, AJ Styles going to Raw because of the Paul Heyman thing. Um, I think he'll go back um, myself. And I think he'll do fine on Raw. Um, I've also got... See, I feel like we've been moving him back and forth so much that it wouldn't mean anything to me. Yeah, no, I get that. I just, yeah, I think, um, I, I again, see, AJ is kind of where I replaced like the, the Fiend Miz. thing. Like, every year, the Miz and, the Miz and Ziggler would get moved <laughs> from one brand to the next, and it was like... It's funny you say that, because Miz and Morrison are my eh. next ones. <laughs> I think Miz and Morrison go to Raw, too. I mean, okay. Now that would make sense because he's been on SmackDown for a while. Mm. But there was like a while where he would do like 
a run on SmackDown. Then the draft yeah. would come and get drafted to Raw. You yeah. do a run on Raw, and then you get back to SmackDown. Yeah, took the, like, the same with Ziggler. Wasn't it the Miz that swapped him around, like the US title and IC? It was him that took it to one show, wasn't it? I think he took the US. Yes. Yeah, all he I took remember, the IC, yeah. All I remember is the one year where John Cena got drafted, and then he got redrafted at the end of the show. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah. It was like, Everybody's like, John Cena to SmackDown! And they were all flipping out. And at the end of the show, SmackDown lost a draft pick. And they were like, going to Raw! Beep, boop, beep, boop! John Cena back to Raw! <laughs> Just to mess with them. See, because I had it crossed out. So I had AJ Styles, Fiend, and Braun Strowman written down as, like, one of them three going. Definitely. And I ended up with AJ Styles. Just because... I don't know. It could still be Braun. I just, it was him or The Fiend. And I just think because of the I Heyman feel like they've already situation. moved Braun, though, because they kind of did the thing where he started well, he interfering, in, he started interfering in the underground. So, like, I kind of feel like that was his unofficial call up to Raw. Yeah, maybe. Be interesting to see. Maybe he's a later pick. Maybe. We are already saying that these six will be drafted at some point. And then the big one. My big one. My what the fuck. All right. For Raw. Undisputed Era. I don't see it. I do. It's with way with the way too many factions, especially having now with them having the 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 mass dudes on there exactly. and everything. I just, just put undisputed error there because then you've got undisputed error hurt business, undisputed error retribution. I, I just I don't. It's way too many factions on one show. Uh, no, I can just see it. I think those three will then just be a big battle. Because, like, maybe... Because you have to think. Undisputed Era are going to get a massive pop when they rock up. They're not going to be baddies. You know, they're not going to be heels when they rock up on the main roster. So they could help fight all of them numbers of Retribution. And then at the end of that, you can just see what's left. See what comes out of the, the, the dust after Survivor Series. Yeah, I think Undisputed Era to Raw. That's my big what the fuck. It was actually the first one I wrote down. So there you go. I mean, I'm, yeah. Believe it or not, I had one last what the fuck as like a he was like oh, a can be like a secondary thing, and I was like, I was thinking maybe the Suns will go to Raw. Oh really? Maybe. And then I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe I had I had heavy machinery going to Raw originally. I mean. That would have been cool because then he would have been right back with his woman. Yeah, I mean, I I did have that down. Um, I did I did scribble that down that 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 would be a thing. I also at one point thought if yeah, because when I was thinking about the fiend like yourself, I had Seth Rollins going back to uh, to SmackDown. See, I but, feel like, like they've done too much with this Rey Mysterio thing that it's just there's no end to it yet. Yeah, that that's the thing, and like. I couldn't see it happening, but I mean, if Fiend does go, I could see Seth going back the other way. But again, that would be a really big work that he's done heel-wise, you know, to go and try and mess with Roman Reigns' heel thing, you know? Um, yeah, see, I don't think they're going to do that either because they, they kind of want to, I think mm-hmm. they want to keep those dudes all split up to where people aren't going to be like, SHIELD! SHIELD! Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, as I say, the reason I wrote Sasha is because 
I know some people think that Sasha's going to win the belt off Bailey at Hell in a Cell. Is what I was reading. If ba- right. if, so think, if Sasha does win the belt, Bailey might go to Raw. Like, and then just have Bailey be like, "Well, now you really can't touch me." Have her. Yeah. If if Sasha belt. does win the belt, then I'd expect her to be SmackDown's number one pick and Bailey go to Raw. But I don't see Sasha winning the belt yet. I don't see them taking the belt off Bailey just yet. We gotta see who's gonna be the GM for them because apparently Adam Pierce, general manager now. Adam Pierce, Adam uh, Pierce is gonna run them all. <laughs> um, the only other one I had scribbled as a baby was um, Nia Jax to SmackDown as well. Mm-hmm. All right, but I think they're gonna go with this Baszler thing a little bit more. I think that's kind of. I, I also thought Daniel Bryan a raw, but then I'm like, he's writing for SmackDown, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. He is. So, yeah, again, maybe not. But I think the Billy K one, I think, is pretty much a, a set, I would say. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what we get. We'll see what we get. Um, the only other one, as a maybe, just to, to, to round up, I did write down Johnny Gargano to SmackDown. Um, okay. I put, I put Ricochet instead. Um I, die. I mean, if Gargano gets called up, my guess would be LeRae would have to be called up, and I don't see that. Um, so that's why I put that as a maybe. I can't see Gargano going alone, you know? I mean, like I said, I have a feeling Dunn's going to be there. That would be cool. I, would, I wouldn't mind losing to that. But I think I've got you, man. I think you're going to have to start finding some mounting matches. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to have to start ordering some Tamina fucking... Close, I know. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! I'm gonna get some Tamina picks. But who do you think will be the number one overall pick? Uh, overall is gonna be Lee for SmackDown. I know that. Really, I think, I think Roman overall, Reigns. Will I be think overall for Raw is gonna be Fiend. Oh really? Yeah, I think Roman Reigns will be number one pick. It'll be SmackDown. And whatever yeah, brand's going to pick, I think it'll be. I think they're going. I think they're going to come up with something and be like, "Well, they're not eligible because they're a champion." Oh, maybe, maybe. But I have a feeling they're going to go Fiend and Lee as the the tops. But yeah, I do think Keith Lee to SmackDown. I think that would be a good place for him. Lee versus Reigns need... long term. Can you imagine? He he doesn't need to be in this Roman this Roman Reigns or this Roman Reigns this 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 Randy Orton feud. Do you think they will go ahead with this triple threat Hell in a Cell, though, that has been talked about? Do you think they'll do that? No. 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 I think it'll just be one-on-one Drew, Drew Orton. Yeah. I think Lee's going to be... He's going to be a solid guy for the in the IC thing for a bit. Mm. Like, I could see him and Sammy having a go. Fair enough. Fair enough. There we go. I think so somebody was debating... I was debating with somebody who said, like, Nah, Keith Lee, he'll probably join the Hurt business. And I was like, get no. the hell out of here. No. My BDC don't need him. They just need Joe. <laughs> just Samoa Joe left, or the equivalent. We need, I mean, I know, Keith Lee couldn't even fill that Samoa Joe role when he did. No, <laughs> they've got their low key. Maybe the Street Profits. Get the Street Profits in. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you've heard it here first. They are mine and Geo six ones to watch on the draft. We will see who gets the most and see who has to do the forfeit. If we tie, then we'll have to make a new decision. We'll have to have a one-off, a one-off prediction, and then we'll take it from there. But yeah, 
other than that don't be an idiot because Gio will find you and we will see you all next week Gio my man take well, care no you'll see them next week I'll see y'all in two weeks oh yeah where are you going again why are you leaving me I'm off to Indiana to go see my fiance nice well say hi for me well there you go so two weeks so next week Damo will be uh will be reviewing NXT UK with me um we'll maybe get Damo's thoughts on what he thinks of the draft so you have a wonderful time and Gio will see you in two weeks but I will see you in next week and until then Gio my man take care